Welcome to the Bacon Games Podcast, your source for the latest from the MLB and the NFL. Let's get started with your host, Jesse. Another fun episode, hopefully, for y'all to check out. Um, I've got my buddy Brett here with me, and we're going to talk about some uh, Wookie, Rookie... God, Wookie. Not those. <laughs> Wookies. I mean, we can if we want, but um, we're going to talk about some Rookie Wide Receivers. Uh, with Brett, Brett, what's up, man? Why don't you uh, tell the people uh, who you are? Hey, how's it going, man? I am Brett Brito at DadBodBrett on Twitter. Um, just finished up my rankings. Last time we chatted, we were talking Rookie Running Backs. I hadn't finished my my projections my rankings yet so i've got those ready today um i am still you know a contributor for the cut haven't put anything out unfortunately (laughs) a couple (laughs) couple things in draft that i just haven't sent over to the to the editor to look at and and get published yet one of them was michael thomas and i just kind of like ripped it up and threw it away because you know i I don't even know what's going on there anymore so yeah that you know you can for now catch me at twitter and 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 you know if you follow me there whenever i've got anything new i'll share it and and i hope you can uh everyone can check it out i'm excited to talk rookie wide receivers yeah i'm I'm excited to get into this this uh this should be good you know it's been a while since i've really looked at all the film for these guys and stuff and it's good going over my notes so i'm, I'm happy to happy to revisit all this stuff you know yeah um, for sure yeah. I, I like your rankings, and I'm going to, like, <laughs> ask you for why you have some of these rankings. Yeah. Because um, I'm pretty I'm, I'm pretty close to consensus, I would say, with, with mm-hmm. receiver rankings. But you're a little uh, a little spicy, we'll say. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got some favorites comparison. that I don't like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you can say that, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure people will disagree with me all the way until the season starts. And I'll probably be wrong on some things. We're not sure. But yeah, I, I try and... I try and just try to avoid the chalk as much as possible, For but sure. I mean, it, it's definitely the best baseline uh, out there, you know, which, which I, I respect, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, consensus is always right to a point. Vegas is always right to a point, but it's mm-hmm. good to do your own, uh, your own rankings and, and, you know, watch the film and, and do your own formula to figure out, you know, who you rank where. Um, yeah. I've always, you know, I always respect your, your rankings and, and I'm excited to see some of your, your guys that are out of the, the norm, out of the consensus hit, especially yeah, yeah. your number one as a Dolphins fan, your number one is Jalen Water, isn't it? Yeah, it, uh, it is and will be for, uh, for the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Um, yeah. Do you, do you want to start off? We can, yeah, let's start off with Waddle. He's my number one, um, for redraft dynasty, anything you could put into it. Um, he's, he's my number one guy. So, um, I'm assuming you don't agree, which is fine. I, I um, don't. I, and, yeah. and I was really, it's funny. Um, there's a picture of me on draft day, um, like ready for the, the pick is in and my face just goes from like, yes, pumped to, oh no, oh no. I, I thought it was going to be Devonta Smith, and I, I would say mine are, you know, pretty consensus: Jamar, Devonta, and then Waddle. Um, mm. And yours are, you know, kind of almost flip flopped. Um, I I don't know, man. He he just he doesn't seem to uh, 
he's not the big guy that chases. He's not the 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 muscle guy, and I just don't think he's as. I guess he's you know he's athletic, but he he's just not. He's not what I what I saw in Devonta on on film. Um, so still excited, still looking forward to seeing what he can do. And I think you know long term for as a Dolphins fan, Will Fuller's probably a one year guy, and and I I think he he can take over some of that. But I just, yeah, I was definitely disappointed with the pick. Supposedly, he was the Finns' number one wide receiver on their board. Mm-hmm. But of course, even if he wasn't, that's what they're going to say. They're not going to say, we traded down from three to six and missed out on every guy we wanted. True. Yeah, um, yeah well, I can tell you the things that I do really like about Waddle, because I have them here in my notes. Um, I think the speed is there. The route running is very good. Great separation ability. Makes superstar catches. I don't think the footwork is perfect, um, but I think he's got really great high ball ability. He's got really good deep ball ability. You know, finding the ball in the air. I think he does a really good job of that. Good contested catches. Um, I really don't see that much bad uh, in the film at all. Uh, Good stop and start stuff that I really liked. His blocking was okay. Uh, It was just kind of hard for me to poke holes in it. Gave him the highest grade out of any of the guys there. I... I like what I see, and I, I like the situation a lot. Him and Will Fuller, I mean, you, you say he might be a one-year guy, but, man, if they're able to keep those two guys together and Will Fuller's able to stay healthy, um, that's a that's a duo you're going to want for a long time. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you know, he's impressive, and like you said, it's hard to poke holes in his game. I just thought that Jamar and Devonte were that much better. Like, they were just mm-hmm. a step ahead. Um, yeah, and- I'm— Devonta with the route running and Jamar just with pure athleticism was is why you know they were ahead for me. Waddle, I'm excited for him. I just he he you know he's a for me he's a step behind and and I, I just and you know what it is I think I've been burned in fantasy football and just in watching you know being a fan in general by the fast guys yeah. that I just I almost it's almost like if speed is your number one trait I it's almost like I. I'm afraid of you and I bump you down. Like everyone, so, you know, mm-hmm. 50% of people are, are hyped about McCall Hardman finally getting his chance. And then there's the people like me that are like, nah, I'm not getting burnt again. So I totally understand that. Um, I, I hate speed is the number one thing. That's what makes Waddle <laughs> kind of ridiculous that he is my number one. Like I, I am very much out on those guys who are, who are just speed guys who, who can do yeah. it mostly through that. But I don't think Waddle is just a speed guy. I love this contested catches. I love his ability to high point the ball. Like I said, the, feet, the footwork wasn't perfect, but I, I think that's a little more niche than, than some of the other stuff that I, that I really liked from him. Um, I, I, Wonder my bias towards receivers is against speed and towards contested catch and ability to get open. Um, yeah. And I feel like Waddle is special <laughs> in his ability to get open with his speed, which is something I'm not yeah. normally looking for and not normally, uh, you know, talking about in such high regard. But I, I, uh, I see it there with him in the film. Um, I don't think I'm straying too far from consensus saying he's one of the best wide receivers in this, no. even though I do think he's the best. So I feel yeah. confident enough in in that. You know, uh, ability. Um, so I, I just, uh, I like, I like what I've seen of Waddle when, when I, or I like what I've seen of Waddle. To be fair, it was only five games. You know, last year that he played yeah. in. Um, yeah. It's not like he was. You know, it's not like he had the most. He didn't have one like standout game where it was like he did everything right. You know what I mean? Was, yeah. Which you know I don't hate, um, but I. I could be missing something, and maybe last year's film doesn't tell me what it is. But from what I saw, there were. 
no holes and I loved it. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. the, another impressive thing, and especially the analytics guys who know way more than I do get excited about is, you know, early year breakouts, young, young breakouts. And he broke out as a freshman, 15 mm-hmm. games, 45 receptions, 848 yards, seven touchdowns as a freshman. So, you know, 17, 18 year old kid putting up those numbers in the SEC, true freshman, not a redshirt freshman. So that's, mm-hmm. that's some really incredible stuff. And he was, uh, that was 2018. So he was SEC freshman of the year following year. He was first team. And then even last year, he was still second team injured and all. So, you know, pretty incredible. Yeah. And the other thing <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll add, you know, there's, there's always the, the injury prone knock and we know that ankle injuries are injuries that guys come back from pretty seamlessly nowadays. Uh, it's not a soft, a soft tissue injury. It's not a knee injury, a hip injury. It's an ankle injury nowadays. Kid's going to be fine. He'll be almost a year mm-hmm. removed by the time the season starts. There's reports in camp that he's got, um, you know, a little bit of a limp still. It's been less than a year. Every, everything that I read is he's still going real fast. He's still, you know, putting it all out there and that the limp is is natural and that he'll be, you know, by week four, he's going to be his usual self and he's going to ball out. And the other thing is, you know, he's got that that chemistry with with Tua, obviously not as much as he does mm-hmm. maybe with Mac, but he still has that chemistry with Tua and um, and that should help as well when when he goes to the pros. You know, that was something that everyone thought was such a huge thing for Chase with going to Burrow. It's mm-hmm. going to be there for him as well. I, I actually I don't know if it's this year personally this year. I think Devonte Parker stays as the number one target as as far as targets. Um, but um, but I, I think that long term, he's probably going to be Tua's guy. Do you, do you have Waddle as like a the one C there or is he like a tier below? Like, do you, uh, is there a clear difference there even? Like I for, actually for, so for me, after doing my projections and like going through it a bunch of times and making sure that I try to not have any homer bias, um, I I actually have a Parker Fuller Waddle, but for like for for redraft PPR, but um, I really wouldn't be surprised if all three are kind of peppered with the same amount of targets, roughly. I, I think Parker's going to be the guy that he's most comfortable with. Um, but, you know, I, I really wouldn't be surprised if it goes completely different. And I think, you know, Fuller's, we, we know Fuller, he's pretty talented, but or he's very talented, but he's also that guy that you just, you know, you go really deep to him. <laughs> so okay. I yeah, yeah. wouldn't be surprised if Parker is the, the targets guy, the comfortable guy, the, you know, maybe even the, the end zone guy with, with Gesicki, maybe even Preston, if he's healthy. Um, and then, you know, Waddle is going to play slot and sometimes outside and, and he gets peppered quite a bit between the twenties. Um, and then Fuller's just that guy that that they go deep to. So I I, I really wouldn't be surprised if Fuller is one C and Waddle's one B. I think I'd be surprised if Waddle ends up being you know number one target at the end of the season. Aside from you know maybe Fuller or um, DVP get injured or something, but um, I think I'd be surprised if he's you know the top guy. But he's you know going to be very 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 involved. I. I, you know, my, my redraft ranks for him aren't very high, but he's in that area where pick him late or 
semi late and and he's probably you know he's a high upside guy mm-hmm. um i i don't think i'd want to start him in any league week one unless uh you know it's a really deep uh starting lineup but uh but i'd like to you know i i wouldn't mind him on my team watch and see how it how it goes mm. Yeah, you don't sound nearly as excited as I am for him. So that's that's interesting. Um, which, to be well, fair, I, it's I have funny, felt the it, other It's way. like you, <laughs> last time we talked and we were talking about Etienne. Yeah, I was going to bring it up. Yeah, as yeah exactly. So yeah. I think we're just like, we're homers that have been beat up by our teams for so long that we just, you know, nothing yeah. nothing excites us. Just like you like Gesicki and I, I mm. kind of despise him almost. I don't mm. like Gesicki. It's but, like he uh, might be my Penn State bias showing, but um, I do still like him <laughs> otherwise. But sure, that's fair. fair. <laughs> yeah. You want to move to to Devonta? Uh yeah, sure. I, well, real quick, I'm curious to um how you feel about Parker because I'm kind of discounting him as a weapon really for fantasy and kind of for that team because I'm I'm a big Will Fuller fan and I like Waddle a lot too. Um, but you still think he'll be you know top target getter this year? Parker keeps falling and falling and falling in drafts. Sometimes after Waddle, um, it, I've been seeing Fuller go first, and then either Parker or Waddle. I, I drafted Waddle in my most recent redraft uh, draft, <laughs> and uh, I think I, I, I'd love to remember where I took him. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, the way I feel about Parker is if he's healthy, I'm putting him in my starting lineup. Um, if he's like banged up and there's uh, there's reports that he might be on a snap count, anything like that, he's not a guy that's a must start. But if he's healthy, quotation marks, I'm starting him. And um, yeah, I, 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 I think he's still the number one guy there. Um, you know, he gotcha. didn't look as good with Tua last year as he did with Fitz, but no one looked as good with Tua. I, I think, you know, we a lot of us <laughs> will agree that Tua may have been a little rushed in there. Maybe the owners wanted to see what was, you know, what they had in him or who mm. knows. But um, but I think, you know, everything we hear from camp, even from some of the biggest critics in, in Miami beat like Omar Kelly is, uh, you know, Tua looks much improved. And um, I think DVP is the number one guy there still. OK, that's interesting. Do, do you think just real quick, the last thing I want to say, do you think Tua will have like. I assume you think Waddle is more of a deep ball threat than anything else, which I think can be fair, can be true. Do you think that um, having a quarterback who ostensibly doesn't throw as many deep balls as we'd like to see, possibly, um, as his quarterback, do you think that that hinders him having two as a quarterback there? I think it's going to hinder Fuller the most. Mm. Um, But I do think it hinders Waddle a bit. Like, you know, he's not a, he's not Josh Allen. He's not a Mahomes. He's, Tua's very conservative. Maybe he changes this year. Mm-hmm. Tua's not, at least last year, he wasn't trying to throw into tight windows. He'd rather mm-hmm. throw it to an open guy or throw it away, or he might even take a sack over throwing it into a tight window. Um, you know, that was something as Dolphins fans, we heard closely that Fitz was trying to teach him to, you know, especially late in games when we're losing, take some risks. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about Waddle is that separation, right? I'm sure that's something that when you were watching film, mm-hmm. why you put him as your number one was his, yeah. you know, he's incredible <laughs> with separation. Yeah. So if if tight window isn't the problem, and it's also, you know, his, uh, you know, you probably have his ADOT. I don't have his ADOT handy, but if uh, if it's in a intermediate 
or mid range, I, I think um Tua's gonna target him quite a bit. I like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the B, uh, especially because he has that chemistry with Tua and Fuller's gonna miss week one and Fuller what hasn't been at camp from what I've read. Um so yeah, I think yeah, some injury so or something like that. It sounds like yeah. Tua's been throwing the ball more to Waddle. The weird thing is, you know, depth depth uh depth chart came out that uh, Albert Wilson's ahead of him. I think the Dolphins are just playing hardball with the rookies and making them earn it. But, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I, so like I said, Waddle being the B behind Parker wouldn't surprise me. Waddle being the number one target would surprise me a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. but Fuller being, I, I'm, I'm not taking Fuller in any leagues. I, I, I loved Fuller mm-hmm. last year. I had him in like three leagues. He, he mm-hmm. did incredible for me when he was not suspended. Um, and, Trump. but, I, I'm I'm avoiding him this year. Um, he's going too high, and and I'm not sure that Tua's going to have that chemistry with him, or or you know hit him where where he needs it. Um, so I'm I'm okay with taking Waddle where he's going, and I love where Parker's falling to, uh, especially like I I think as I was drafting that last redraft league that I was in, um, Parker had it, it had just come out that he was injured, and he just felt an extra round or two. And I was like, I got to scoop them up <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, all right. Yeah. That's enough. Wild talk. We should probably move on uh, to <laughs> Devonta Smith, who I think is your number two, my number two as well. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's one we agree on for sure. Yeah. Um, we got one there. <laughs> man, I'm, I'm, I'm like, so it's funny. The, the Twitter BMI talk had me going for a little bit. And, um, you know, I, I've been watching, I, football since I was a little kid, mostly with my dad and brother. And when I talk to them, they're, they're like the the ones that think that he's like way too skinny. He won't make it in the NFL for very long, but we're talking redraft. He needs to make it one year for us, (laughs) (laughs) but he's already injured, but a knee injury isn't because you're skinny. Let's be honest. So, so, you know, the BMI talks is silly to me. The kid is incredible. It never, it, it was never a problem against, uh, almost pro athletes in the SEC. Um, you know, he didn't really have, injuries in college. I, I just, you know, that I think is silly to me and he's an incredible route runner. He's, you know, pretty fast. He's got great separation. He's, you know, the, the, just the stuff that he was able to do last year. Uh, you know, part of why I love chase so much is the, everything that he did. And then Devonte basically won up to him and won the Heisman. When was the last, you know, uh, Desmond Howard. So, so yeah. a long time ago. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't say enough good things about Devonte. He was pretty much neck and neck with Jamar, but I'm, I'm the type that kind of leans more towards the big alpha receiver. And that's the only reason why I had Jamar ahead of Devonta. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, the kid's incredible. I, you know, can't say enough things about him. I, I would say I, I adjusted my rankings down just slightly for him for two reasons. I mean, he's not getting enough preseason reps. He still has the, um, Mm-hmm. the chemistry with uh, Jalen. So that shouldn't be a huge problem, but um, a little chemistry, I think from what his sophomore year or freshman and sophomore year. Um, uh, but my, my, my other thing was I was discounting Jalen Rager too much. Um, I, I kind of thought, you know, Devonte was going to get uh, like 130 <laughs> targets and that might've been a little <laughs> exaggerated for a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But, um, but I, I bumped him down like a, a half a target a game. And then I, I kind of, you know, I wanted to check myself in case 
he d- misses most or all of camp. I think he's going to be ready week one. Probably gets a little, a few snaps in the last preseason game, just to make sure that he's he's warm. But um, but yeah, I, I still I think he's still the number one on his team, even with you know the expected Goddard breakout and and Reger being you know a year two player and year two players normally uh, progress quite a bit. Um, I still think he's the number one in his team. I, you know, he's a, he's another guy actually on that same team that I drafted Devonta Parker. I, uh, I drafted, uh, Smith and Jamar Chase. So we get to talk about a bunch (laughs) of the guys that I just drafted on that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Love to see it. I I like going for you sometimes, especially in like best ball with, uh, just guys who have crazy upside, which would feel like a lot of rookies do, especially this year too. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think I echo a lot of what you're saying. I mean, we have him number two for both probably similar reasons i wrote down in my notes twice that he has great separation so i'm going to believe that he has very very good separation i don't normally do that um yeah i mean i, I like a, a lot of what i saw like same thing with waddle not a lot of downside um i wish i saw a little bit more spectacular plays but i'm, I'm not like a I'm, I'm not a highlight hero guy who's just looking for that yeah. kind of stuff i think it's fine if you're able to do the work do the job get 20 yards get 10 yards when you're asked to do it um which i think Devontae does a good job of and i don't care about anyone's size ever at all. Maybe yeah. that's from the fact that I'm 5'6", and I try not to look down on other people. Now, other people are looking <laughs> down for, for having him as a low, low BMI. It's a tough sport. You know, you have to be strong. Yeah, I get it, but I, I also know. think it's silly. Like, you know, it's it's one yeah. thing if he came from Middle Tennessee and was playing against, you know, smaller <laughs> guys, yeah. but yeah. but playing in the SEC, you're going to get bumped by these big guys, and it didn't mm-hmm. it didn't slow him down at all. I mean, like, I always, whenever we, we have our podcast, on top of all my other notes, I put down all the awards they won. This guy, like, I can't, like, I'm going to take 20 minutes just trying to read you everything that he won. Heisman, Maxwell, Walter Camp, Belintnikov, Paul, like, it's crazy. I get it. You know, there's other bit and there's been other little guys that struggle, but he's, he's also not that little. He's just. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's skinny. He doesn't look he's big. Like, I get it. People skinny, judge. Basically. Yeah, people he's judge not, on that stuff. He's not 5'8 and skinny, which might be a little different. He's, he's six foot. Um, yeah. You know the the big uh, and and I won't um, I won't discredit the comment, but the big knock that like you know my brother had was uh, in the SEC at Alabama they're giving these kids all the chances to go to the weight room and to put on the pounds, eat right. So I don't know that he's actually going to get bigger in the NFL because going from Alabama to the NFL. Yeah, his regimen might change a bit, but not that much where he's going to gain 10 pounds in the next year. Mm-hmm. But I think it works for him. Yeah, I, I, I think it must, like you said, with all the awards and stuff like that. I think it must work for him. You know, people come all sorts of shape and sizes. We have slot receivers who played alongside with, uh, you know, Andre Johnson and, and Calvin Johnson. Like, and, you know, the just because you have a different body type doesn't mean that you can't succeed in the NFL, especially receiver where they come in all sorts of shapes and sizes. So I don't really care. He's got great film against SEC opponents. Uh, he can jump pretty high too, so I'm not sure how much that height, uh, you know, really digs into it for me. So I, I, I don't care about that stuff. I care about what's what's on film, what I'm seeing with my eyes, and I love the receiver. There's not much to hate on. I mean, I, I don't know what Will Fuller's stats are, but he gets hurt every year. I'm pretty sure he's bigger than Devonta Smith. So whatever, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, they I, say injury prone is a myth, but not for Will Fuller. Yeah, well, um, he wasn't injured last year, right? He just got the PEDs. Well, it was uh, he had he was on uh, um, performance enhancing drugs, PEDs. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, 
I personally hope that he's on them again, but he's just smarter about taking the test because I want him to play his 16 games. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by Wolf Fuller this year. I, 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 can, <laughs> I, I will make all sorts of bets that that'll happen. So I, I, I truly believe it. He he took a step last year, I think. But that's a conversation for another time. Do you like Smith's quarterback or ostensibly his quarterback situation? I, you know, I am really bullish on Jalen Hurts. I get it. I think he was like, what, around 52% completion percentage. Mm-hmm. And, Took a lot uh, of deep shots, though. I will say yeah. that. I think it was one yeah. of the higher and, and, ones. And yeah. their team Intended was pretty area. bad. Their their O-line was injured. It feels like every NFC East in, uh, O-line last year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and and he was a rookie, and I don't think he was necessarily expecting to play right away. Um, behind Carson Wentz, uh, you know, uh, almost MVP two years prior. Um, But, you know, he, I'm actually excited for Hurts. I I traded for him in Dynasty because he's getting so cheap with the the, um, Deshaun Watson rumor. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm I'm excited for him. I think I have Hurts borderline QB1. Uh, I have him at, yeah, he's my QB12. So he's so, borderline mm-hmm. a QB one. He might, you know, roughly give or take fall out of that just barely mm-hmm. if if my projections are kind of right. <laughs> that, so yeah, yeah I, I like him. My my plans are in a lot of redraft leagues is to take a guy like Hertz and then pair him with a guy like Burrow, two guys that are going a little later that I think have a ton of upside, and then try to figure out which one is the one that I should be starting every week. So well, I'm, I'm, I think more bullish on Hertz than most people. I also think, you know, he'll get more chemistry. He'll have, he has a full camp. He has preseason. He has everything. Um, he has one of his boys there and Devonta Smith and, uh, hopefully a, a healthy Goddard and Ertz and Rager and everybody. And, and I think he'll be all right. And I actually, I, I like Fulgham too. I don't know if he'll be, um, like, a fantasy relevant this year with the added weapons. Um, but I like the kid too. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think Hertz is going to be good. I, I like, I like the pairing of, uh, of Devonta and, and Hertz. That was like a cheap stack that I was doing in a lot of underdog best ball was, Ooh. uh, Hertz and, and Smith or Hertz Smith and Goddard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that too. Well, so I'm curious though about Hertz. So is the reason he's there is because of his rushing ability though. Yeah, so these these ranks that I've got are uh, four point TD ranks. So obviously the the rushing guys always uh, move up a bit when you do four point TD rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Kyler, I was surprised Kyler wasn't my number one in four point, but he's my number three. Uh, Russ is number seven. Uh, Jalen's number twelve. I even have Cam in my top fifteen. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I just okay. I think if Cam, you know, with with the two tight ends and with a couple added receivers, and not to talk too much about Cam, but I, I think he's gonna get, you know, right the ship, and uh and be a little bit more comfortable and and maybe even not you know take so many risks. I I think I'm like conservatively conservatively projecting that he scores just as many rushing touchdowns, give or take a couple, and then but you know ups that passing oh, yeah. touchdowns to you know, 1920, which is like still not above average, but good for someone who's rushing for 10 TDs. So that's why he's in that like top 15. Yeah. Uh, I don't, 
We can talk about Let's Cam. We can talk like, about Cam. I just, yeah. <laughs> a no, lot no. of people hate yeah. Cam too. I I feel like Cam is getting the same type of treatment with as as like a McCall Hardman, where it's like you either love him and you kind of like like him really late, or in like a super flex as a QB two, or you're just like stay away. Mac Jones is gonna win the job soon, and this guy sucks. He's washed. Yeah, so, I mean, funny. I I just can't ignore the film from last year. Like maybe he was hurt. Oh, he was bad, but they yeah, were I, thinking I a lot of people are are saying, you know, give him a a pass for for COVID. COVID affected people differently. Some people, you know, you have um the that backup running back from the Jaguars that never came back. I think he basically retired, right? Yeah. Um, um, what's his name? He was my guy that I had for a while, and I'm totally like Armstead. I drafted yeah, Rock him. Armstead. Yep. Rock. Yeah. I, I missed on J Rob in a couple leagues and drafted Raquel. So so yeah, I mean COVID affected people differently. And supposedly he's back, he's healthy. I know he hasn't looked perfect in camp, but you don't draft Cam for his passing ability. You draft him for his rushing ability and you hope his passing's good enough to keep him on the field. <laughs> yeah, that that's definitely a thing. He stays on the field. That's definitely a thing. But anyway, we we're done with that. Devontae Smith, we both think is very good. I don't think we need to spend too much time on that. Jamar Chase is one I'd just like to talk about real quick because he's obviously your number one. And you can gush uh, as much as you want because I just have like a, like one thing to say about him and that's pretty much it. <laughs> so, look, I, I know the opt-out was something that at least it looks like um, – teams um dropped people down on their board or off their board for for opt-out you know my my guy greg Rousseau from um he was originally in mel kuyper's like top five at at the lowest top 10 as when you know as a as a sophomore Mm -hmm. before he opted out and then he opted out didn't play a game all of last season and dropped all the way to what 31 to the bills Mm-hmm. Uh, or 30, 30, 29, around there. Yeah. So, you know, opt-out yeah. mattered for some guys. Jamar Chase was so disgusting with Joe Burrow that it didn't matter. He was still the first wide receiver taken. You know, argue, arguably some people will say Pitts is a receiver, but second <laughs> receiver taken, whatever, however you want to say it. Uh, guy was disgusting. 84 receptions, 1,780 uh, 1, uh, uh, receiving yards, 20 TDs, like, 20 TDs and then Devonte comes the next year and gets 23 and just like poops on him. But incredible numbers. Um, I get it. He was playing with a Heisman Trophy winner, but you know, chicken and the egg was is Joe Burrow a, a, a Heisman Trophy winner without Jamar? I maybe not. Um, so yeah, I, I think you know, disgusting. Um, and he's got that size that I look for: six foot, almost six one, 200 pounds. Uh, Big arms, long wingspan, 74 and 7 eighths, almost 75 inches. Guy runs a 4.3 at that size, 4.38. Uh, vertical of 41, like disgusting. He can, he can, you know, now they're saying in camp that he's struggling to separate. And I don't think the Bengals have a good enough defense for that to be a thing in camp. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, he's, he's a guy that, like you mentioned Andre Johnson earlier, he, if he beats you up, if he's going up against a Cortland Finnick <laughs> like Andre used to, he, it, it won't matter. It, he's going to pull the D hops and just jump over you, catch that ball, and, and you know, laugh in your face when he ends up in the end zone. I, kid's disgusting. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear uh, you say what you got to say about him. <laughs> um, yeah, so the talent-wise, he was my 
one C coming into this. Like my one A was Jalen Waddle, my one B was Devonta Smith, my one C was Jamar Chase. Now I think there's actually a tier break. I'm starting to come. I think he might just be in the second tier all by himself, and then Devonta and Jalen. In terms of talent, I'm speaking. Um, and yeah, I think I think there's a one two and then a three, and I think Jamar might be it. But I could change my mind after this year. Um, basically, all I've got to say is um, I liked a lot of the film. Sometimes he was a little bit lazy. He's pretty good consistently, you know, uh, uh, getting open, or at least when he was trying to get open. Um, I think he's pretty good after the catch. I think he's pretty good getting to the ball, you know, high-pointing. A lot of these guys, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell, Jamar Chase, they're all really good contested catch guys. They're good at getting separation. They're good at high-pointing the ball. A lot of them do a really good job of that stuff, um, which I like to see out of receivers. Those are my, my favorite receivers, um, as you might be able to tell by my list. Um, but um, that was in 2019. He was 19 years old. And I get that's a great breakout age and a pretty just astounding for anyone to do at that age, um, especially like possibly being one year removed from high school. I, I know that I don't know what he was, if that was accurate or ever like that when I just said, but 19 years old doing that stuff is pretty amazing. Um, but it was two years ago. I, I don't know what he looks like now. I mean, I could tell you that I loved uh, Antonio Brown for five years, but, you know, two years ago, I, I'm not even sure I was at. I'm not even sure where I'm at right now. I can say the same thing about Odell Beckham. We can say the same thing about Mike Evans. There, a lot can happen in two years is basically what I'm trying to say. And I think it's irresponsible for me to say I know anything about a player that I haven't seen film on since 2019 or the beginning I of 2020. It's a really fair comment. And going back to, you know, I, I'm always going to go to something I know. With with Greg Rousseau, what happened to him was he took a year off, came, and he actually performed that pro day, whereas Jamar and a lot of guys didn't that opted out on purpose because they knew that the film would talk for them. Um, and, uh, well, I guess he did a few things at pro day, like his 40, but, um, Mm -hmm. not routes and stuff. So, um, you know, Greg came back and he was slower and he just didn't look good. So yeah, you can, you can say that about Chase. I think with all the negative camp talk about Joe Burrow, you can almost say he's going to have to lean on something comfortable and he's got, what, four games with T. Higgins? So that's not that comfortable. He has, what, mm-hmm. 15 with Jamar? Maybe even more than that? 14 as a mm-hmm. sophomore. And Joe was the QB the year before that. So another 10 as a freshman. You know, that that sounds like chemistry. So I, I would think that that, uh, that Joe Burrow struggle and, and his uh, uncomfort because he's coming back from his injury is going to, you know, he's going to hit his slot that's always open. And he's going to hit his, his boy, his deep ball guy. In Jamar, so yeah, I I get the um the year removed, and I think that's the same way that a lot of NFL scouts felt with a lot mm-hmm. of uh, players that opted out was, you know, what number number one was it really COVID or was this guy just trying to protect his paycheck? And number two, he hasn't played football per, like you know competitively in a year. Like, does he still got it? And um, so I I, I get that man. I I still think that. The kid is just such an incredible talent, um, and if the motivation is there, he's gonna ball out. I, I think he's, you know, a dynasty wide receiver one, and I have him ranked pretty high for redraft. I'll tell you right now, he's my redraft wide receiver twenty-four, and I think he's going ADP. I'm sorry, no, he's my redraft wide receiver sixteen, and he's going ADP wide receiver twenty-four. So. Okay. So when I take him in that 22 to 25 range, I'm loving it because I think he's going to crush those numbers. I think, you know, he's going to get 
probably seven, eight, nine targets a game from Joe. So that's a team that's going to pass, you know, 35 to 40 times a game, probably more like 37 to 40 times a game. Mm -hmm. And, um, and he's going to get a ton of targets and big guy. He's going to be open there in the end zone. They don't really have, um, much of a tight end. They've got Drew Sample that some dynasty guys are excited about, but you know, you should be stashed deep on your bench, even in tight end premium. So, um, so yeah, I, I mean, I love Chase. I'm I'm like salivating over here. We should probably <laughs> move on so I don't like uh Yeah, I yeah, I get it. He, he's one guy though I could see being a bust out of this class. He really is. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen him there. I'm not saying he will be. I don't really believe that. No, I um, know. That's a, that's but, a that's a that's quite a a take if you made and he's your number three, so you're not hoping your number three bust. Yeah, exactly. I rather I just, I'd rather it be him than uh than Waddle, so let's you know, I'll go with that. I, uh, I and, and Zach Taylor has burned me twice, two years in a row in fantasy. So yeah. I wouldn't be so hurt if he got burned with his uh, first uh, first round pick. He, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, not to spend too much time on Zach Taylor, but A.J. Green and then Joe Mixon saying they were both coming right back and they never came back. That hurt. I, yeah. You know, I have uh, I have something against you, Zach Taylor. It's OK. I, think I hope you're listening. Right. <laughs> yeah he's he's part of my, my five listener crew he's in there it's, yeah i it's, think it's I, I think he's a subscriber Obama. to making games i believe yeah. it <laughs> hey i mean some of these guys should listen to me but that's okay um anyway um i uh i will say about jamar he can't be worse than aj uh, aj green was last year and v- green's vacating like 100 plus targets so i expect him to get a good amount of targets i just expect t higgins to be a lot better but that's conversation again for another I, I think it's such a toss-up between the fantasy community jamar versus t i i think look i think t is an incredible talent i think um you know he might even be decent and and pay back his adp he might even be a value i just mm-hmm. think that team's gonna pass so much and jamar is gonna get a ton of those targets you know the the whole thing with aj green leaving is you know vacated targets they say that they don't quote unquote exist um but this team's going to pass just as much mm-hmm. and Jamar's not going to play the same role as AJ Green, but I think he's going to get a ton of targets. Let me, let me see if I can quickly find Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. have him going at, Oh, I lost it. I have him getting 136 targets, which is about eight a game. I don't think that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that's crazy either. Um, I don't know if that'll, happen i think that's probably on the high end but I'll, no, I'll for sure it's on the high end. I, i'm sure yeah. i have them higher than others but i still have t getting seven targets a game and boyd getting six six and a half a game so the the three of them are going to be abc the same as you know the dolphins this is going to be and this is going to be a team that passes the ball a lot people love joe mixon he's going to get a few targets too i don't love joe mixon but um but that's fine. That's a conversation for another day. But uh, they're, they're going to pass the ball a lot. They don't have a great defense. It's what they do. Um, and, you know, Chase is going to get his. And his boy Joe is going to get them on target. And, and he's going to, you know, crush that ADP. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's fine. Uh, I think I think a few wide receivers will crush their ADP. Uh, rookie wide receivers will crush their ADP. I also just think wide receivers is kind of an insane, insanely talented group this year and probably will be for the next two years um so it, it's tough for me to, for to lambast anyone for putting someone high like i have will fuller and t higgins pretty high um I, i'm not gonna you know jamar chase will 
two years ago was an insane talent. If he had just balled out the same way last year, I probably would have been the same same pace. But I do want to say as a final thought, um, I like the work ethic I saw from DeMonte Smith. I did not like the work ethic on the field that I saw from Jamar Chase. But then again, that is me heavily speculating. Heavy, heavy speculation. I'm not saying that <laughs> as a fact or anything like that. But well, man, hey, it's and, and it's I like you said. Fringe. There, or, or you know, it, it's kind of like what's implied. There's there's a double-edged sword with the guys that took off for for, for COVID. There's people who are genuinely uh, afraid of it. There there was one um, prospect. I forget who it was. Um, I don't think it was uh, Jamari. Might have been. But there there was a prospect who lost like five family members be, before the season and just mm-hmm. you know opted out for that reason. Yeah. Um, and then there was others who. You know, it really wasn't hitting their community that hard and their speculation that, you know, they just they knew where they were going in the draft and they didn't they wanted to take the year off. They didn't want to risk injury, et cetera. Oh, yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. so you don't know. And that could be part of of it. But the fact that he still went top five in the draft and he was, you know, so many people, you know, the guys that get paid to be scouts and to to talk about it. Number one, maybe even number two. I think the kid's going to be special. We'll we'll see. I'm sure. excited. Are we talking sure. Elijah Moore next? Yeah, let's talk Elijah Moore next. Let's do it. What do you think about Elijah so, Moore? Man, you want to hear the funniest thing on, on my notes for Elijah Moore? What's up? I have the picture of him uh, doing the, the dog that he got um, he got flagged for uh, yeah. at Ole Miss. Yeah. And I think they lost the game because of that, they right? They did, yeah. That was that game. Yep. <laughs> I think the kid's got a ton of swag. Uh, you know, I love the little guys. Um, I think I, I had him before we were chatting just before we, we started the pod. Um, I, I had to update some, some, uh, some redraft ranks some rookie ranks a little bit. And, uh, and I bumped up both Elijah Moore and Rondell Moore. I, lo- I love the Moors and, um, <laughs> that, you know, I hate the jets, but I like this kid. Um, I'm excited <laughs> for him. So I had him and you want to hear how far I bumped him up? I bumped him up from wide receiver 90 to wide receiver 66. Um, that is a and, lot. And anyone in that, like, in that range, anyone that's not, like, technically a wide receiver three and they're a rookie or a second-year player, I just think that those are the guys you target that late because they've got um, they've got that that extra upside. Um, the, the main thing that did it for me is the camp talk and, the, the you know, the chemistry that he's building with Zach and also – the fact that Mims just keeps on falling down, down, down. Mm, and then one more thing is Mims, that they're putting cry. him all over the field. So I, I honestly, based on tape and just based on size and everything else, I was like, this is a slot. And he's behind Jamison Crowder. And Crowder's not getting traded or cut. So um, that's why he was so far down my ranks. He was like, as mm. far as redraft, you know, not as far as uh, talent or athleticism or anything else or, you know, rookies before pre-draft. Um, where I didn't have him that low, but for a redraft, I, I was like, "Meh, he's a guy that I'm not going to target." But now I'm I'm kind of kind of digging him, um, and I, I think his ADP is fine. He's he's basically in normal redraft leagues that have 15 to 18 rounds, depending on bench and starters. He's going around the 16th round, it sounds like, based on four for fours um, combined ADP, um, and I have him wide receiver 66. So. He's like in that area. I would take him for sure. And, um, you know, maybe he's not a guy you want to start right away, but he's going to either 
start alongside Corey Davis or he's going to be the slot guy that takes Jameson Crowder's job. But kids, you know, the, the kids seem special. Runs a 4-3-5. First team all ACC playing for Ole Miss. Ole Miss players aren't supposed to get first team all ACC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with that kind so, of quarterback you know, play, they shouldn't. Something about the kid. And, and for being 5'10", it's pretty big, 178. I'm, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty impressed by the kid. He, he's got, you know, decent route running ability. He's fast. And I don't know. I, I think swag maybe doesn't matter in my, in my career. But <laughs> in his career, I think it matters to go out there and be confident and not care that you're not the biggest guy and, and think that you're the best guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I like I like a lot about Elijah Moore. Um, he did some really good stuff with some really bad quarterback play that I was a fan of. Um, I like him on the Jets. I think he does beat out Jamison Crowder. I think the Jets are fucking insane if they trade away Denzel Mims or cut him or anything like that. I think that might be literally the legacy of the Jets making terrible decision after terrible personnel decision after oh, terrible yeah, personnel that's decision. The Jets. Um, I, I can like I, a Jets you know, player without liking yeah. the Jets. Oh, yeah, you I, definitely I, should. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Um yeah, I mean, I totally agree. And I actually think they have a pretty good squad uh, this year if they're starting more in the slot, Mims outside with Corey Davis. Um, if they don't, mm, might be some issues if they're rolling with Braxton Berrios and Keelan Cole. Oh, I know who Ooh, Keelan I love Cole is. Braxton. He's a, he's, a, he's a cane. Is he? Was he? Yeah. Yeah, he went really? to UM. Why did I think he went to Ohio State? Who am I thinking of? Someone uh, else? Oh, he looks like an Ohio State kid, but he's yeah, a cane. Yeah, he does. Go, go back and watch that Braxton Berrios tape. I know it's not worth yeah. much for fantasy purposes, but... I love that kid. Yeah, I mean, I I get it. I, is, he, is he scrappy? <laughs> I like scrappy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like I don't know how much he'll play now on that roster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, I I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he still returns kicks for them and stuff. But he's a mm, yeah yeah. Shout yeah, I out mean, to I, Barrios. But yeah. uh <laughs> yeah, we we derailed a little bit in this. Which I, I'm a fan of. I love talking sports. So I, I I get it. Um, do do, do you, you don't like the quarterback play though? You're not you're not a big fan of Wilson. Or the Jets generally I, what they're I, doing um, I'm okay with Wilson. I um he's not I, I was really when when he became the consensus number two, when it was locked in that the Jets were taking him, I was like, why? I I really I had him number three behind Fields. Um mm-hmm. but I'm like, you know, I'm a uh I'm really big on Fields. Um I'm like a Fields groupie. But uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah i i think the kid's okay i you know at first i was like the jets are making a big mistake this kid kind of sucks you know what was it? he played at byu and coastal mm-hmm. carolina gave them like a run for their money um <laughs> so i was like man but the kids you know he's better than i gave him credit for i don't know if he's gonna be good but he'll be good enough to support some fantasy football um mm-hmm. receivers i I don't think anyone should go out and redraft and draft him. I mean, in Dynasty, it is what it is. You're going to take him maybe in the second round or uh, maybe even a little later, late mm-hmm. second round. But uh, I don't know. Unless Superflex, maybe you're taking him much earlier than that, and that's kind of sad. But um, <laughs> And I'm talking rookie rookie drafts. Yeah, yeah, of course. Ago. But, um, but yeah, I, I'm not big on Zach Wilson, but I think the kid's going to be – I think he's going to be fun to watch. Um, you know, hopefully he's, he lasts longer than Johnny Manziel. His mom makes him seem like he's another Johnny Manziel, but we'll see. Um, but the QB play should be fine as far as I, I drafted Corey Davis in a league. I'm good with drafting, um, uh, our boy here, Elijah. I've drafted Jamison Crowder really late because, you know, for the first few weeks he might be good, maybe mm-hmm. even longer. 
Um, so I'm I'm good with that. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm fine with Wilson. I think he's he might actually be fun to watch. Oh, I think it'll be fun. Part painful for me to say. <laughs> yeah, about, true. Yeah, about a jet. <laughs> I get that. Um, yeah, I I've never seen a guy pinpoint the ball the way Zach Wilson does on his throws. I I've I've never seen with with that kind of accuracy, which I love. Um, I think he's really good for outside guys like Mims. And um and Corey Davis if they're all playing yeah. together um and I think in the slot it can be useful too I'm just excited to see Elijah Moore with a competent quarterback um I think he'll he will be kind of a slow starter I think Jameson will, uh, is uh, is off the team um next year so I think he'll fill in the slot role 100 percent next oh, year oh no doubt he is next yeah. year it doesn't yeah. look like he will be this year unless you know they end mm-hmm. up being someone who who makes some moves at the trade deadline or something mm-hmm. to start mm-hmm. week one. James yeah. on that team yeah. and he'll yeah. have some sort of role. Um, I, I agree with that. And, and I agree with Zach Wilson's accuracy and, and, you know, being able to pinpoint the ball, it was something that kind of impressed me. I was like, mm-hmm. when you just look at his stats and you haven't watched film, you're like, all right, yeah, you threw, you only threw four picks, but it was against what competition, but mm-hmm. you know, even, even in that level of competition and, you know, not being power five, you, you still got to make good decisions. Um, and you still, you know, you don't have a perfect O-line. BYU isn't any type of powerhouse, even in their conference. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think the kid was actually pretty impressive. I was pleasantly surprised with with some of his tape. Still think Fields is, should have been the number two. Still surprised that Fields fell. But, um, but yeah, Wilson, I think he's okay. Um, I feel bad yeah. for, you know, Wilson and Moore and even Saleh for having to be Jets. But that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> that is another story. No bias here allowed on this podcast. Just kidding. Bias. We're allowed to do that. So sorry um, for bringing that, that bias onto the podcast. <laughs> I appreciate it. I do deal with a lot of Jets fans, and uh, if they win, they're annoying. So I get it. Yeah, um, and even if they don't. <laughs> yeah, that'd be true. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's much else to say about Moore. I'm excited to see him do that, but I don't think he'll be much of a redraft guy this year. I like the talent a lot. Um, he was my fourth, I want to say. On my big board? No, he was my fifth on my big board. Um, but yep. to be fair, there's a Can lot of guys that I just... Can we talk about your fourth? I know he's not in our yeah our number four in your order, but I think we should we should skip to him. He'll oh, be sure. fun to talk about. Yeah, we absolutely that, can. That's um, wait, Kadarius who, who, who Tony, you, isn't it? Yeah, it's my four. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. The, and and these these rankings are like my 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 draft rankings. So like my dynasty, these would be my dynasty rankings pretty much. Um, yeah. he's a little bit lower every draft. But yeah, you want me to talk about how much I like Tony? Yeah, I want you to go first with Tony. Yeah. Um. So, man, I I know I know I said that I don't like speed or explosive plays or any of that stuff like that, and <laughs> I, I really don't normally like that. I swear to God, which is why it makes it even weirder. But um, some stuff I saw from Tony was really special. Um, really. Uh, besides the explosive playability, um, you know that run after the catch ability that he definitely demonstrates. Um, I think he actually has really good separation. I love him that he can block uh, as violently as he does. Um, I like that you're able to move him around the field or, you know, motion him, you know, him him being a weapon in and of itself, I think is very helpful. But I don't think that's all he can do. I think he, he actually has good separation. He has pretty fine hands. No, no big drops that I noticed. Um, I love his hips. I love his twitch. I love his cutting. And cutting, man, can sell me. That's how you get open. And with the kind of speed that he has, the explosiveness that he has, all that combined, I think, just makes a really, really good overall prospect. Um, I hate Daniel Jones, so I kind of hate where he ended up. But at least there's (laughs) not really wide receiver competition there at all for him. Um, I I think the talent's kind of special. 
he was also a little bit overshadowed, I think, by Pitts uh, as being as good as he was. Yeah. Um, no and I'm not sure how good the quarterback play was. I do like Kyle Trask, but I'm willing to be wrong on someone like him. Um, and I think if if you know something is wrong with the wide receiver quarterback connection in this sense, it's the quarterback, not the wide receiver. Um, yeah, I just think there's a lot of special there. Um, the routes weren't great, but I still think he gets good separation. I think that can that's something that can be worked on in the NFL, and I hope it can be. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, I mean the um, the late breakout with him. You know, people make excuses for it because he had the position change back and forth from running back to receiver. Sometimes with these players, if they can't find the position, there's something wrong with the player and not just the coaches. And that's a concern for me. That's kind of like a little bit of a red flag. Um, and, and that's, you know, red flag number two is that he's a gator. But, you know, that's bias again. Uh, but, you know, the the kid, you look back at his tape, he did some pretty impressive things. The... Um, the, the yards after catch and the separation are pretty impressive, especially for, you know, three-star athlete coming out of uh, Alabama and, you know, being a late breakout and mm-hmm. uh, picking to go to the, the Gators when he did. Um, I, I, I have concerns about him this year because of his play style, because of his route running ability that I think for redraft, just avoid, avoid, avoid. But for Dynasty, I have him in a league. I, I think it's okay. Um, I think you're discrediting the uh, the Giants players a little bit. Um, you know, everyone says possible. that uh, Galladay is a fake alpha, that he's like not really an alpha, and that's fair. But they still have, have Galladay, who's going to demand a, some target share. They have Ingram, who's always gotten 100 targets. They brought in, you know, Kyle Rudolph, who's going to maybe even steal some targets from Ingram. Darius Slayton is, you know, I'm, I've kind of like lowered my expectations for Slayton, but he's still there. He's going to potentially still be the starter on the outside. And then they've got Sterling Shepard, who's probably either outside or slot, a little bit of both. Um, so I, I still think they've got some guys ahead of him. They brought in John Ross to be the other speedster. Yeah. Um, who knows if he, you know, he might even get cut. I think they got him for basically nothing. And he's just, you know, he's really disappointed in the league. But point is, they've got they've got plenty, plenty of guys. Plus, if Saquon is, is healthy, he just got taken off Pup. Um, then he's another guy that demands, you know, almost a hundred targets, if not that or more. Um, so will he have much of a role this year? I don't know. And then yet yeah, on top of that downgrade with a not so great, uh, quarterback. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know that he's going to be a rookie breakout. I wouldn't even be surprised if he's one of those guys that, you know, he's a late breakout again in his career and he doesn't really bring uh fantasy relevance until his third year. But, um, but yeah, the, the kid's better than I give him credit for. He's, he's, you know, and obviously he's a hardworking kid and, um, and you know, you've got to, he gets some points for that. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I wouldn't take him in, in redraft. Um, I don't know, but yeah, that, you know, uh, Kane's bias again, uh, aside, um, he, he's not that bad. I have him as my number, I think six. Uh, because I've got Bateman and Moore ahead of him. But I understand why you would put him as your, what was it, number four? Yeah, he's my four. It, it's tough, though. This is like the Elijah Moore, Canarius, Tony, Rashad, Bateman, They're another right guy that we'll get to. They're all in a very similar category for me. Yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. yeah, his speed was impressive. His, you know, even if you look at Pitts as, as being um, a guy who was, you want to call them their number one receiver. Mm-hmm. 
even if Tony's a number two, I don't think he's he's an alpha. I don't think he's going to be a number one in the league. He being a number two in the league might be enough for him to be fantasy relevant for a long time. Yeah. Um. So and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, I I'm I'm good with the player. I'm good where he's getting taken in dynasties. Um. Mm-hmm. I just you know I wasn't watching his tape. I wasn't like super blown away or impressed, but. At this point in a draft class, you know, that's kind of normal. And and he is better than some of the other guys. I, you know, more impressed with him than Tylen Wallace or uh, mm. Amon Ra or mm. some of those other guys. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, so he's I, kind of like a, you know, in between and, and he, he's got some upside. So I can dig it. I like, I like, you know, I always like your, your feedback. Why, why you like a player that I don't Appreciate necessarily it. like. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I do, I do want to say I, I like Holiday a lot. Um, yeah. I, Slayton a little bit out. I don't. Yeah, I'm a little out on Slayton too, but he's still there yeah. and he's still he's gonna still get targeted. That's yeah. true. That's true. I, I think like like I said, I, I think I don't really like Tony that much for this year as much as I like him going forward. I think there's some stuff to work out. Like the route running issue might still be an issue, and you know if you're not super clean in the NFL, that might not be great. Um, yeah. I'm going to say that, you know, tongue in cheek, because I think that's really bad. But uh, I think it's something can be improved on, like I said. Um, but, I mean, after that, you know, I don't know how long they're kicking with Pro Bowl or um, Evan Ingram. Um, we'll see how long that lasts next year and stuff. And, yeah, we'll yeah. we'll see how long Sterling Shepard's with the group. And if Galladay can stay healthy, I don't think he, he – I think he will. I mean, I don't know if there's a big reason why he shouldn't besides last year. Yeah, but those hip injuries worry me. And now do. apparently bit, it's yeah. nagging again. And, and Yeah, you know, I did that, see that. That That's kind of concerning. Um, yeah, like this but year. We'll yeah. we'll see. You know, yeah. I think. And then to your point about the bad QB play, if Daniel Jones doesn't step it up this year, it could very well be his last year. So it's that could that, that <laughs> those are the things that you look for in dynasty. That might not be yeah, a long term exactly. concern, Tony. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think Tony shapes up to be in a lot better situation next year. You know, kind kind of like more. Yeah, either um, with an improved Daniel Jones or with another quarterback. Either way, he's yeah. in a better situation. Yeah, I, I I think so. Um, but yeah, yeah, this year I'm I'm probably a little bit more out. But that doesn't mean I'm completely out. You know, like I said, my number four receiver in a very very good class. If he breaks out, it, it'll be in a big splashy way for sure. Although it might be for a few. I weeks. I think you can we'll be see. a player to watch on the waivers. Like you know, you oh yeah. You're, depending on your platform, they got watch list. Throw mm-hmm. a watch list on uh on Tony, yeah. and he might be a uh, this year's rookie Curtis Samuel, who I mean, does a little bit of everything for the Giants. Yeah, look, I mean, I don't like using the draft capital argument pretty much ever at all. But if you're a believer in draft capital, um, I'm just saying he was a first round pick. And I'm also saying the Jaguars wanted him in place of Travis Etienne. So I just I don't know. I mean, like if you're a big believer in that kind of stuff, kind of weird to discount Tony completely. But yeah, yeah, I I mean, look, and and here's the other thing. Even if you you want to put some type of like weight to his draft capital because you don't think he should have been a first round pick. A lot of people still thought he should have been at least the second round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, you know, he, he was going to get that type of capital, regardless if the Giants or Jaguars wanted him or not. Yeah, they I, I wanted him. They wanted him that bad. So, you know, I, I think they're going to they're going to find the role for him. Will it be fantasy relevant in, you know, normal redraft leagues? I don't think so this year, but I'd still watch him. He, he'd be a player I, I you know, have on uh, on lookout. Yeah, a decent, like you said too, a decent things have to go right. But I think you're absolutely right. Watch list is good in, in like a, a regular league. I play in like almost exclusively deep leagues, so I'm all in on these guys a lot. But yeah, I I, I totally feel that it's good to good to bring that back to like what, the, what most people are playing. You know? 
Yep, 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 yep. Um, we have uh, yeah. we have time for a few more. Yeah, of course. I mean, I got time. You got time. I don't know if you can I hear the time. torrential downpour. Are we ready but, uh, for for Rashad Bateman? <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to to hear what you I'm really high on Bateman. I, I like yeah. the kid. I watched some more tape. Um, you know, I was pretty impressed by him. Um, I I didn't love the landing spot at first. Yeah, that's kind of holding I, me back I a little immediately bit. Immediately thought, okay, well, he's you know drafted in the first round. He's going to be their number one. Um, move to the side, Mark Andrews and, and Hollywood Brown. <laughs> Problem with that True. train of thought that I've looked, I've, you know, since researched and learned is target share is pretty sticky. So, yeah, Mark Andrews and uh, Hollywood might lose a little bit of target share. And yeah, um, Baltimore might pass a little bit more. I think if, uh, if I remember correctly, they passed 20% more and it's only like, you know, three passes more per game it's like nothing like that's how little bit they're passing i think they're passing 28 times a game so you know maybe they pass 32 times a game are all four targets of uh of those going to bateman probably not so i i just you know as a rookie i don't love it in dynasty i have him in a couple leagues i like him a lot even though he just got that uh what was it a hip injury i want to say was a hip injury yeah there's something yeah for sure which means you know uh for the short term, until we get more news, you're kind of bumping up Hollywood and Andrews again, which yep. bumping up Hollywood means how much? Not much. Bumping up Andrews, you know, he's he's probably back to being my number, like, four tight end, maybe number mm-hmm. five behind Hawkinson. Um, Thought you were going to for a second there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, Bateman, Bateman's, you know, he's a kid that's impressed me. Um and another kid, you know, not necessarily a small school, but still Minnesota is not someone that you look for talent from all the time. And uh, but, you know, he came out as a four star from high school, a Georgia kid, which, you know, Georgia always puts out a lot of good talent. Immediately won um, Richter Howard receiver of the year, which I'm uh, in 2019, which I think means that he's Canadian and was first team uh, all Big Ten, Big Ten that same year. Mm. Kid, you know, kid's pretty impressive. He's uh Fourth, another four three speed kid. I, you know, I like mm-hmm. him. He was a, a kid that uh, actually opted out last year because he got COVID and he had a COVID scare, but then opted back in. And last year he really wasn't that impressive. Five games, a uh, little less than 500 yards and only two TDs. Um, but the year before that was pretty incredible. 13 games, 60 TDs, 1200 yards, and a, or, I'm sorry. Uh, 60 receptions, 1,200 yards, 11 TDs. Um, so, you know, I, I, I like the kid. Um, even mm-hmm. last year with barely playing, only playing about, you know, a little bit more than half the games and not even looking like his full self, he still got third team all Big Ten. Um, so, you know, the upside for this kid is tremendous. The landing spot is, is the biggest worry. Um, you know, mm-hmm. trying to take those targets from guys that uh, Lamar's comfortable with and on a team that's not ever going to be pass heavy, even if, you know, they increase their passes quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it does worry me. I, I was thinking initially just, you know, we're, we're getting another outside receiver, another big receiver that we may be able to target in fantasy like Hollywood Brown. But then, like, I, I kind of looked at, like you were talking about the target share and how many targets, even if they increase by like four a game, right? Um, h- how much that really is. It, it does kind of scare me off Bateman a little bit, unless, unless until I see him you know, in the flesh do it, which I think he can. He was 
my on my big board, my sixth guy, you know, right behind Elijah Moore. And, and they were similar in a way. Terrible quarterback play that I hated watching film for because they were open <laughs> a lot more than they, uh, than than they, they got the ball. Yeah. 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 And uh, I'm a big PFF simp. I don't know if I've talked about this before. I've definitely talked about it on the podcast. But um, they compared him to Keenan Allen. And, man, do I like a Keenan Allen comp. Um, they loved his uh, route running, which I really – I liked, I, I didn't think it was as elite as they were saying, but um, I like a guy who's got good route running. Um, and if, you know, we're going to take deep chances with Holly Brown, we can go with some shorter, you know, slant route stuff or some short, shorter crossing route stuff with Bateman. He runs that stuff good. He'll he'll be looking in line like a, a, a pretty good, you know, PPR option if they were to throw more, you know, which yeah. I, I don't think is impossible because I don't think Lamar is a terrible passer. He just offers more in the rushing game, obviously. Um, and they offer more in the rushing game because they got such a good defense and, and such a mm, – the line will probably be good this year, but good running backs. But getting a little off topic, you know, I, I like the guy. I think he's got fine speed, fine separation, some okay stuff after the catch, some okay stuff to get the catch. Definitely the route running is the best thing I like about him, which is probably um, one of the things I value the most. So I, I like him. I think he's a pretty good – Receiver, like second, first round grade is what I had on him. This seems right where they took him. He's a good player. There's not much competition outside of Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews besides the running game, which, to be fair, is pretty big competition. So I, I kind of agree with you. Just the the I need to see it in the NFL in this system for me to really like him. That's kind of where I'm at with him. And I like him just fine, but um, he kind of doesn't really, at, at least in my, my rankings, he didn't really separate out into being like, you know, a higher tier than most of the of the wide receivers taking the first two rounds. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? No, I, I, you know, I agree. And I really like the kid, but the landing spot, you know, I expect Lamar to get a big extension, um, you know, right here yeah. behind Allen. Right. <laughs> and um, with that, I don't expect them to change the offense that much. And like I said, even if they throw the ball four or five times more a game, which for any team is a lot more passing mm-hmm. is a, uh, it's, it's not going to be enough to um, give him, you know, a lot of fantasy relevance in, in, you know, regular redraft leagues and in dynasty, I love the kid, but if he doesn't pass both Andrews and Hollywood, I don't see him being, you know, like this star stud that, you know, where we're, where we're drafting him in rookie leagues or, Mm -hmm. you know, rookie drafts in, in not super flex. He's like a first round pick and in super flex, he's still, an early second, give or take. So, you know, I, I don't know if he's going to pay back the the investment, but, you know, he's, I think he's a fun player. We'll, we'll see. He's like a, a another one to watch. We'll see. But yeah. I think he's actually getting drafted pretty decently in redraft because people are expecting him to take over and be the number one, or at least take a bunch of targets from uh andrews and hollywood and i don't know if that's going to happen the other thing that we're all discrediting myself and probably you as well is sammy watkins is there if sammy watkins is healthy mm-hmm. he's playing um if he's not healthy it's a different story and lately he's you know he's hammy watkins instead of sammy so um but taking him in the taking rashad bateman in the 13th there's probably other guys i'd rather take at that point um i don't know i mm-hmm. i just he's a he's a guy i'm i'm not picking up i'm I'm waiting for one of my league mates to drop him in redraft, and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch him and see if if he starts getting the targets I want him to. And if I okay. if I miss okay. on him in redraft, I'm okay with that. In dynasty, I yeah. kind of want him on my team, but in redraft, I'm okay with missing on him. Yeah, I, th- I think it's another guy that I'm probably in the same boat. Yeah, just like more kind of like out on it maybe this year. 
um, especially I don't I don't like we said it was a hip injury. I didn't confirm that, but I don't I don't love rookies getting injuries in camp. It doesn't make me super that's, excited. That's not good. Just kind of makes me yeah, I mean, also, how are you going to create that chemistry with Lamar and, you know, beat out Hollywood and beat out Andrews? Because originally what I was expecting from him because of his size and, and style was that, you know, he'd compete with Andrews as the big target in the end zone somewhat. And he'd compete from in between the 20s with Hollywood because, you know, maybe he's got that separation and, and the route running ability. But now, without being able to play in camp, it's a different story. And then, you know, there's kind of, with the injury, oh, it's a groin injury. So, um, with the injury, it's either he's out a couple weeks and he plays, you know, like the last week of of preseason, or he's out for longer and he, you know, he's really limited this season, basically. So, something to watch, that injury. But um, I wasn't really super targeting him in redraft anyway, so it's not like I'm missing out because of the injury. It just adds more concern and, and less uh takes away some of his hype yeah uh the, the last thing i do want to say i think it's i i thought it was more obvious than maybe it is but i feel like the ravens are just 100 percent searching for another outside guy and it could yeah. be tylen wallace it could be yeah. maybe i don't think duvernay is really an outside guy but i mean they brought in sammy watkins I don't hate Miles Boykin. I like him better as a uh, pass blocker than anything else, but I mean, or a run blocker even. Uh, so, you know, kind of, I don't know. They've drafted a lot of wide receivers. One of these guys is going to fit. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if it's Tylen Wallace, you know? It might um, be a problem for Rashad that um, that Tylen's going to get, you know, a little more repertoire than, yeah. than he is these next few weeks. And if it's longer, if it's a serious growing injury and he's out, two months or you know longer than a month mm-hmm. then it, it could be a problem at least in the in the short term especially I, I like the nagging. kid but i'm i'm a little yeah. out on him especially in redraft right now we're getting to re- yeah. redraft season big time right now um, yeah I, i'm just gonna final say thing for me at least yeah and i'm not gonna take this guy in redraft with the low target quality i'm not really sure if it's on the depth chart injury he's a rookie there just isn't a lot that i really see going for when there are other guys who i might like better who are also rookies. You, you know what I mean? In better situations, right? Yeah. Like our like our next guy, which who knows if oh, yeah. we Wait, him, but um So I want to do I want to do two cuz I think we're going a little bit far and I don't want to keep you too long. So I think we should do two. You should pick one, I should pick one. So if you want to do the next All guy, right. hit me. Um but yeah, you can you can pick the first oh, one. Man. There's I know, just it's so tough. many. I know. All right, tough. you go first so that I cannot oh, man, yeah. pick the same guy as you. Absolutely. Um, I'm going Amon Ra St. Brown because he is my fourth rookie in my redraft rankings that I have going because I like I that. I like that. Yeah. Now I have to pick between Rondell, Terrace and Nico. All right. I'm dropping Nico, even though um, I like him and I think he's yeah. going to probably the wide, be the wide receiver, too, for a very bad Tyrod Taylor. Um, <laughs> and then I should probably drop Rondell, even though I like him a lot. But I just think that, you know, the wide receiver two for Arizona, which is not a lock for him. There's Christian mm-hmm. Kirk, there's AJ Green, um, is not super fantasy relevant, especially for redraft. Um, so let's go Terrace Marshall. Uh, Terrace Perfect. Marshall will be mine. And let's, I'm, I'm down to go with your guy first. I like him on Raw. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's go with Amon Ra. Uh, he, he's a guy that I just feel like, just when I was scouting him, he just, fell out because he's kind of like an average receiver um yeah. which i don't think is a bad thing people might you know hear me say that they might be like well 
we're in such a talented wide receiver class. Why do I need to bother with a guy who's kind of middle of the pack talent? Um, I, I had him as a third round grade. I liked a lot of what I saw. There wasn't a lot of explosive. There wasn't a lot of flashy. I still think he runs routes really good. He's got good enough hands. And he's a wide receiver, too. And yeah. that's probably all he'll be in the NFL. And, and I'm that's fine all by that. Yeah. I'm fine with that, dude. Give me that all day when I can find someone as sure of a catcher, as sure of a pass uh, pass runner, whatever, as sure of a route runner, as sure yeah. as pretty much as sure of a good thing, a pretty good, sure thing. I'm not passing up a rookie who I really feel like has all the fundamentals down, was in a good system, performed well in that system. I don't know how I feel about the quarterback play, but that's a conversation for another time. Um, but yeah, well, I, I think that's temporary. If we're talking dynasty... I don't oh, no, think I mean, Jared is staying there forever, but redraft. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but so here's, here's, there's, so sorry, I have sorry. so many pros and cons for him and I know we're kind of running out of time, but no, yeah, sorry. third, third round grade for him is pretty fair. I mean, he was taken pretty early in the fourth. Um, and then, you know, the kid coming out of high school, he just, he didn't put it all together in college, but he was a five-star recruit, number one player overall in California. We know the type of players that California puts out. Uh, last year he was, uh, first team all pack 12. So that's still pretty um, impressive as well. He's got decent size, 5'11", 197. He's a little slow in like actual running when you do, you know, in his pro, his pro day, he only ran a 4'5'1", which mm-hmm. for a wide receiver, especially his size, that's pretty slow. Like that's, um, that's like a fast tight end sure. <laughs> more than, I don't, a, I don't disagree. So, um, but one thing I really like about him, the only reason why I would like, you know, if we're talking redraft, I'd rather take him than Rashad Bateman. And it'd be a reach if you take him at the same time that Bateman gets picked. But still, is the, the Detroit's going to be behind a lot and they're going to have to pass. And Jared Goff loves his slot. And this dude is going to, he's going to key in as their slot. He's already in training camp as their number one slot receiver. So he's not playing a lot when they run two receivers, but when they run three, he's been the slot, you know, a large percentage of the time. And from what, everything I've read, he's looked as good as we, as you and I would expect. I, I like him too. I had him right behind um, Elijah and right before Rondell Moore. Um, so I, I, I like him a lot. And that's saying a lot because I like Rondell too. Um, you know, so yeah, I'm, you know, something that, that excites me. I'm, I'm, it's not like the ideal landing spot, but for a guy like him, he only has to compete with Brashad Perriman and Tyrell Williams, basically. I mm. think it's good. I think he's going to crush it. Yeah, I, I do. I should probably mention this too. I don't think it came across and I meant it to. Um, I think he's probably one of the more uh, pro ready wide receivers coming out of this class, to be honest, with yep. Jamar taking off two years. And guys like Bateman and Elijah Moore not seeing great quarterback play and could work on a few things, I think, especially more Elijah Moore. That is, even even Rondell Moore, too. I think he's, he's pretty raw. Um, I, I feel like Amon Ra is coming into a great situation, being very NFL-ready, has smooth, crisp routes, great hips. Love that about a guy. Um, it's fun to say that. Um, I, I, I just I, I really like a lot of what I see. And he's going to a situation where he could start. I mean, it's, I think it's going to be him, Quintus Cephas, and... Ooh, God, maybe Geronimo Allison on the outside. If Sage Rod has a really good camp, I like him a lot. I'm pretty sure he's still with the team. I mean, there aren't a lot of great receivers here, and I'm not a Jared Goff hater. And like you said, they'll be throwing the ball a lot. 
I don't know what happened to their number three overall pick last year, but I don't think he's going to be an all-pro corner all of a sudden. And if they don't have all-pro cornerback play, they're not going to be very good. So, yeah. yeah. I like Okuda, but it sounds like he's struggling a bit still. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, but and you know, we, we disagree on who the one and two are. I, I still think Perriman sure. and Tyrell have enough to, to get possible. out there. It's um, definitely possible. Cephas, I wouldn't be surprised. Geronimo, I'd be a little surprised. But but yeah, we both agree Amon Ra is going to get his chances, and I think he's going to eat year one. Um, you know, whether whether you're listening and you want to draft him in redraft, I get it. You might not even have to. You might just be sitting there in waivers and you can watch him for a while. But but he's you know definitely watch him. I I think he's going to be a good dude to have. I you know in in like one and two keeper leagues, if you can get him in one of the later rounds or almost at the end. Why not? I would take a shot on him for sure. I like the kid. Um, mm-hmm. I was I was pleasantly surprised when I went back and, and looked at some of his tape. Um, obviously, he's no, you know, we don't expect him to be an outside guy. And he's not a speedster, which is something that a lot of people look for in a slot. But, um, you know, I, I think he's a he's a decent possession re- uh, receiver. He's a, yep. you know, decent route runner. And, and you know, he's going to he's going to impress some people that that aren't looking at him right now. Yeah, and and I'm begging everyone out here to take at least some part of this receiving group. Someone is going to do well. Yeah, I think you it's might as well. I mean, they're all going. Brown. Yeah, you've got to take a chance at the end. Uh, yeah. Like you know, the last few rounds, I I took Perriman in one league. I took Tyrell in another league. I took Amon where I could get him. Uh, in some leagues, Amon's going first, which is crazy. But you know, it's a rookie, and that always happens. There's always some rookie mm-hmm. hype, but. Um, Regardless, I I agree. Even if it's even if it's Cephas, like that, you know, yeah. he he had some flashes last year. So yeah, I'm I'm good with whoever you take in this yeah. from this uh, at the end of your draft. But I, you know, if if all four or five of their receivers are sitting there, go Amon Ra. I think he's got the the highest upside, and and I think Jared Goff's gonna like him. Yeah, I I, I like that rationale a lot too. Uh, do you, are you a Goff hater? Can't be a golf hater, right? I'm not a I'm not a golf hater, but he's mm-hmm. like a you know he's another Jimmy G. He got yeah he made it to the to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but because of everything else around him, so he's like eh, okay, yeah okay. he's a he's a yeah, starting yeah. quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, Fine. Right? Yeah. Okay, that's all I need to hear. That's good. Yeah. As long as he's not on the Drew Lock level, then we're we're fine. I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like a starting Drew quarterback in the NFL because of uh, you know his young Jeezy put on for my city. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for for on the field, probably not. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. All right, let's hit him yeah. with the, the final guy. Terrace Marshall, let's go. Yeah, um, you know, there's been a lot of hype in camp. Um, I like the idea of a big slot. Who doesn't like a, like a big slot? Uh, and yeah. <laughs> and kid was impressive in college. Another one that you know, as a sophomore, uh, impressed with Joe Burrow. And uh, you know, if it wasn't for my boy Jamar Chase. He would have gotten a lot more uh, airtime, you know, as as a sophomore, 46 receptions, almost 700 yards, 13 TDs, came back in seven games, stayed almost the same numbers, uh, 48 receptions, 731 and 10 TDs. You know, he he got banged up and that's why they think that he he fell a bit in the draft. So he was taken basically at the end of the second. But he goes back to his boy, Joe Brady, and it sounds like Joe Brady wants to plug him into the slot right away. Um, Panthers, you know, historically aren't a team that uses a lot of tight ends. Um, Joe Brady used, uh, you know, Moss's son a bit in LSU, but not even that crazy much. Um, I think Terrace Marshall's going to play a lot immediately. 
um, you know, Panthers D isn't that bad, but at the same time, it's not that good. And they've got, you know, some decent teams that they play against. Um, he's a player that I'm excited for from like day one, the kid was, you know, coming out of high school, number one player in Louisiana. Of course, he's going to go to LSU five-star player. Um, you know, I've got to probably got to bump him up in my redraft rankings a little bit. He's a guy that I'm excited to take in the the last couple rounds. Um, his ADP is like in the 19s, 20s. So basically in a lot of leagues, he's going undrafted, but I think that hype is growing. I'm sure he's going to kill it in preseason and, and that'll go up. I think, you know, if you're drafting right now, snag him before anyone realizes it. And if you're drafting in a few weeks, you might even need to reach a little bit. I think he's going to, he's going to ball out. He's going to impress. Um, so, you know, he's a guy with a lot of size, decent route running. He's physical. I'm, I'm excited for him. I, I think, you know, he just keeps on moving up my, my redraft board. What what yeah. do you think about him? You yeah, you agree? Keeps, um, he keeps moving up my board a lot too. The the first thing I have in my notes is I thought he'd initially be a good outside wide receiver. Like you said, big slot, right? But I, I actually do like him in the slot. And if they're running in there and they run him in the future, I think that'll be great. Um, I'm also kind of implicitly just trusting a lot of what Matt Rule does because he's turned around two programs in an insane way in college and I think he's doing a very similar job so far in Carolina I've loved every one of his drafts I've loved almost every one of his personnel decisions um so I just I mean I know it's not just him there's a GM obviously and people seem to talk about Brady a lot too he might have some sway for sure there um uh, I, I I trust Rule. I think he made a great. I think they made a great call here. I like Terrace Marshall a lot. I think he fits in really well. You extend the field with guys like Curtis Samuel, right? That's a guy still on the team, or is he the guy that left? No, DJ Moore. no, DJ no. Moore's he's the guy. gone. So and that's yeah, right. kind of what's so, giving them a chance there. So yeah, right. Robbie Anderson, I think, has a year left. DJ Moore might even only have a year left, maybe two. Mm-hmm. I think right. he's got a year left. So if neither one of those guys get extended, then you're really talking about in dynasty. Terrace Marshall could even be a number one on that team. Hopefully yeah. not Sam Darnold, but maybe Sam Dar- Darnold, you know, does does something a little different. Regardless, yes. Sam Darnold last year loved my boy Braxton Berrios as his slot, and uh, we know this Terrence Marshall's talent is, you might know, be <laughs> <laughs> quite a few steps notches above. So, yeah, uh, you know, I'm I'm excited for Terrence and and in Joe Brady's offense with Matt Rule. I agree, you know, I I think I agree with all your set, sentiments, and then times ten. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if long-term DJ Moore is the odd man out. Um, I always really liked the kid, but then last year, Robbie beat him out for targets. And now Robbie's playing with his old boy, Sam Darnold. And on top of that, Darnold likes slot receivers. And so does Joe Brady. So I wouldn't be surprised if Joe, if, uh, DJ Moore doesn't hit his, uh, his ADP and he ends up kind of being a bust for a redraft this year. I don't necessarily have him projected that way, but Mm-hmm. Just wouldn't be surprised, but uh, Terrace Marshall's a guy that I, I think we're all going to be pleasantly surprised with. Yeah, you know, in, in these three-headed monster situations, I tend to like the guy who has the lowest ADP. You know, yep. I, I kind of yep. gravitate towards there. Like I gravitate towards Antonio Brown. I gravitate towards him. I like uh, what are the three receivers? And eh, maybe not Gallup. I bet you don't like Juju, so I'm going to say. Oh, I like Juju. Like no, Juju. I really like Juju. Oh, you do? Okay, a lot dude, of people. That guy's do. locked into a hundred catches like every year, dude. I love Juju. Give me that all day, you know. That's yeah. That's that's a fair argument. Yeah. Um, but anyway. I'm big on Claypool. I, I like a. He, he's <sighs> like a. For me, he's like Mike Evans 2.0. So if we're talking about the trios, I, I like mm-hmm. both of those guys. But yeah, I'm excited for Terrace a lot, man. 
Yeah, I, I think so too, honestly. I think, you know, Robbie and um, I keep wanting to say Curtis Samuel, but DJ Moore, I think those guys stretch the field in a way that would really allow a Marshall to have those explosive plays that we saw in college. I also want to say too that um, I think the drop stuff is really overrated. I think he held on to yeah. the ball especially well when he got like jacked up and hit pretty big. I think those drops, maybe mental mistakes, maybe just bad luck, bad timing, maybe not as the well-thrown ball as I'd like it to be. But I, I think the drops problem is, is really overrated. Uh, and you yeah, have to be, I, you have to be I, I mean, spot, so. everything yeah. that I've seen is, you know, for the most part, you know, there's some guys that have the yips, but most sure. most of these really talented players, when they have issues with drops, it's, it's either mental or it's just, you know, bad luck, bad throw, and it, you know, just counts that way. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree. I, I really like the kid. I'm excited. Um, any, uh, final words? I know we're, we're probably yeah. overtime right now, but oh, you know, I had a, I had a great time talking rookie receivers. Um, I'm excited for whenever you decide to bring me back. Uh, yeah, we, we got to rookie quarterbacks, right? <laughs> yeah. Whatever you yeah, want. I'm you not want joking. To, I love we can even, we too. can even do rookie tight ends pits. Uh, nope. <laughs> yeah. I like fire moves. No, my, my, uh, <laughs> my boy Brevin Jordan's pretty decent too. And then you've got a uh, baby Gronk. No. He, was he PC? Was he from Boston College? Who? Was he the guy oh. out of Boston College, Brevin? Or uh, is he no, that was Hunter Long. The oh, guy Hunter Long. By, by the Dolphins. Not super excited for him. but And now he just got a, a knee injury in, in camp. Uh, so even less excited. I thought he was going to replace your oh, buddy okay. Siki, but that okay. doesn't look like it's gonna happen. Okay. Yeah, that that shouldn't happen. You you, you don't want that <laughs> to happen. I promise. You don't want that. You don't want to make a Jets Mims mistake here and get rid of those guys before they're good. I swear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, not that he's gotten rid of yet, but uh, but no. I mean, um, last thing. Yeah, I think um, Marshall's another guy who I see a lot of good stuff in him. I think he can still develop into a better player. But um, I like the situation now, so I'm willing to draft him there. Like you said, um, you gotta move him up in your rankings. I think I also do too. So yep, yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, too bad we didn't get to all of them we wanted to cover. I think what Nico Collins, right? I think you mentioned. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty big on on Nico because of opportunity. I don't know if I like him long term for Dynasty, but for this year in redraft, he's another nice dart throw. I think mm-hmm. I, I'm the type that uh, prefers a Nico Collins or Amon Ra or uh, Terrace Marshall dart throw over a Deshaun Jackson or Sammy Watkins dart throw. You know, and Same. everyone's kind of different Same. with that, but I I prefer the young guy. I think they have more upside and more, um, you know, the, the coaches are going to want to force them the ball because they drafted them. Yeah, he's um, a third-round pick, right, Nico, I want to say? Um, like a team that yeah, had no I picks. think he was 326 like, yeah. or something like that, so kind of yeah. late third, but still a third. Yeah. Um, and, and they only had a, a second and a third. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they they're, they're, they didn't have a first-round pick. So second round, they took their, their you know, eighth QB off the board. <laughs> and then in the, <laughs> in the third, they took Nico. I, I like Nico. He's another one that... Uh, believe opted out um he had some personal reasons but you know he he had a decent uh college career so another one i'm excited for and then the last one i think we didn't touch on was josh palmer yeah right now i don't know that herbert can support um three receivers and i even think he's going to support cook to some extent kind of like mm-hmm. you would have with with henry if he came back but uh josh palmer long term if mike williams doesn't resign or you know, he, a lot of people have him comped as another mini Keenan Allen. I'm excited to see what he's got. Um, still, you know, third third round draft capital. So we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think Palmer could even beat out Mike Williams for the job this year. I, I don't like Williams anymore. Used to be a fan. Man, I just don't yeah, see him putting together. I, I but wouldn't I be surprised, especially if Williams goes down with any uh, missed time. 
Um, mm-hmm. Palmer can really impress people. So that's another guy maybe you want to throw on your watch list. Definitely not yeah. drafting him yet in, in mm-hmm. redraft. In Dynasty, he's definitely a guy that you probably drafted in a rookie draft and want to stash mm-hmm. for a while and watch him. Um, yeah, he, he definitely needs to go on a watch list and not like a government one, like a, you, one you need to pick up <laughs> as soon as he does well or someone gets hurt. No, I totally agree. Pa- Palmer's a guy I'm definitely I'm probably not going to draft because there are guys that I think I'd rather have before him. But yeah, if, if I see any signs, I'm making a move on him for sure. Um, yeah all right brett um i want to thank you for coming on man we definitely have to do quarterbacks too because i forgot how much you love talking about rookies and i do a lot of film (laughs) stuff that i don't necessarily get to put out there as much so i want to talk but yeah why don't you run people where they can find you man yeah so for sure you know best place to find me is at dad bod brett on twitter so you know find me that's brett b-r-e-t-t two t's um you know look for me there that's where i'm gonna post all my content uh you know keep it a little lighthearted, but if i put out anything you'll you'll find it there um again man i appreciate being on um and i'm excited for for the next go around whenever that is absolutely man yeah well well hopefully that one will be sooner rather than later i i know i was dragging my feet a little bit before but yeah i appreciate you coming on man (laughs) um this is always a good talk i do appreciate you coming on i love getting my views challenged and stuff like that and you reminded me to move up terrace marshall is uh important because i need to do that and maybe draft him a little more in best ball yeah i think, I I think everyone you know everyone listening has got to move up terrace marshall a little bit i'm glad you, you know you gave me one last person to pick <laughs> and i'm glad i used it on him all right I agree. Man, have I agree. a good one and uh shout out to your listeners <laughs> yeah thanks man of course thanks for listening to the bacon games podcast Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at BGF Sports and be sure to tune in next time.